Okay. Hey, I am so happy that you're here. After reading the strange title of the episode, you decided to click and see what this is all about. So first and foremost, thank you for that. (laughs) Second, Welcome to Beyond the Sweat. If you've never been here before, this is the show where I sit down with ambitious individuals who love to sweat, who love to work hard and move their bodies, but also are incredibly unique and insightful. And I am here to showcase who they are at heart and what inspires them beyond the grit and the grind that we see them do day in and day out. I'm your host, Megan Claire, but you can call me Meg. I wanted to use this episode as somewhat of a refresh. I know a lot of things have been happening in my life as of recently um, that I felt that I couldn't share until everything was quote unquote official. But if there's one thing that I've learned thus far as a 20 something living in a big city, it's that literally nothing is ever official. So that said, I'm here. Let's talk. (laughs) I want you to get to know me as the Meg that is ever evolving as my life continues to move and change. I also know that you probably are moving and changing as well. So let's connect on that. I'm an ambitious 20 something myself. So naturally I just can't sit still. Um, that said, if you're in, you're in buckle up buttercup. It is going to be quite an adventure. Anywho, what an introduction. Wow. Hopefully I, um, gave you a good first impression. (laughs) Like I said, I want this episode to stand on its own as a reintroduction to me and to the show. I created the concept of Beyond the Sweat at the end of last year, and um, it was actually while I was marathon training. I had a lot of time on my hands, actually more so on my feet, a lot of time on my feet. Um, And I don't know, just after talking with a lot of my friends about uh, people that we knew, people who inspired us. Um, we were all like pretty closely connected in the fitness industry out here in New York City. And I was like, you know what? Why not bring these connections to fruition and allow other people to get to know these people the way that I have? Um, and yeah, just be able to get their story on a deeper level. Um, yeah. So my goal was to introduce you to the strongest people that I know in and out of the fitness industry and just share stories that they want to tell beyond their quote unquote sweat life. But as you probably know, if you're listening to this podcast, you might be into sweat. If not, I don't know what you're doing here, but maybe you're like (laughs) semi-interested. Maybe you're sweat curious. (laughs) But once you become passionate about movement, about working hard, about the catharsis that are those moments when you feel like you're going to break, but instead of breaking, you actually break through. That's when the sweat life begins to just intertwine with all the aspects of your life. And it becomes a part of the stories that you tell. So long winded story short, here we are. (laughs) At heart, I am a human connector. I am an extrovert. Although I do believe that we have like a little mix of both in us. I know that I'm always energized to connect with like-minded individuals who go after the things that they want and who take risks and allow life to be messy at times and to be okay with challenge and change. 
even if it's uncomfortable. So starting this podcast was really just an initiative to create more opportunities to connect with those types of people around me, uh, but also to allow you to connect with those people and to give you the opportunity to get to know them before maybe you go hop into their class or hire them as your personal trainer or nutritionist or what have you. I want this at the end of the day to connect great people with even greater people. And I want it to be a platform in which we can all build off of each other, which is why part of my initiative is also to eventually host in-person events. That's something that I'm putting out into the world. Um, Group classes, runs, coffee dates, happy hours, whatever comes to mind, uh, whatever you want to do, all of the above and more. Um, With any of you who tune in, as sweat has become such an integral part of my life here in New York City specifically and has bettered my life because of the people that I've met through this lifestyle, I want to offer you those same opportunities and those same benefits from taking part in all of this. So more to come on that. If you have any suggestions or requests for this summer, hit your girl up. I will link my contact info in this episode. Anyway, (laughs) beyond the sweat. Part of what I want to do here is provide humanizing conversations with people within the fitness industry, but also around topics that you can relate to. Because even though we all have different stories to tell, at the end of the day, a lot of us want much of the same things at our core. And I think the more that we're able to realize that we share the same needs and the same desires, I think the smaller our world would feel. And maybe at the end of the day, we won't feel so lost all the time, (laughs) or at least me. (laughs) I don't know. I think this concept can apply to any age. I'm not just exclusive to speaking on the 20s, although that is my reality. And the 20s are quite a whirlwind. Um, But I've learned that age doesn't usually matter when it comes to feeling like you don't have your shit figured out. Truthfully, no one has their shit figured out. And if they do have their shit figured out, it's all temporary. There will always be new shit, period. Like I said at the beginning of this episode, I don't believe anything is ever official. Nothing is official, which leads me to something that I wanted to talk about on here today. Part of why my existence on this platform has been a little less consistent than I'd like. So here it goes. I just quit my nine to five job. Yay. (laughs) I'm going to say it again. I just quit my nine to five job. I learned pretty quickly that that life just wasn't for me. And I've been sitting around brainstorming for the past few months, um, like what I could do that would allow me to survive without having to work a nine to five job, especially living in New York City, the most expensive city in the world. And honestly, I think I'm still figuring that out as I go. It's fine. We saved. We're okay for now. But for the first time in my life, I have a blank canvas to work with in terms of how I want to go about living my life and scheduling and creating content. And I'll tell you one thing that's official. I'm going to make an exception to what I said before. Um, There is one thing that's official that I've learned that it's officially fucking terrifying to have what you want sometimes. I was talking to a friend of mine about this recently, just this idea that I'm so programmed to operate my life off of where someone else tells me that I need to be and what I need to do in order to succeed 
that it's so disorienting all of a sudden realizing that those decisions are completely in my hands now. Like what? (laughs) I'm making this sound like I quit my job out of thin air on a whim, but um, I have been thinking about this for a while and I thought maybe I could tell my story on here. Um, If any of you guys connect or relate to it, let me know. Or maybe I inspire you to quit your job, although I want you to make an educated decision on that. (laughs) But anyway, here's my story. I moved to New York City in um, February of 2021 after graduating college halfway into my senior year on Zoom school. If you know, you know, it sucked. (laughs) I initially went to school out in Southern California and I absolutely loved it. Um, But I was just looking for a change. And as I've already established here, I can't sit still. So my boyfriend was planning to move to New York City to start his full-time job. And even though I didn't have a plan yet, I thought, hey, this could be fun to try out for a bit. So I packed up and I moved to New York City with no job lined up. And um, actually, no, I did have a job lined up. I brought over, I transferred over to Lululemon in Soho because I worked there in college and they were able to transfer me pretty easily. But I knew that wasn't going to be enough. So I came out here with a degree from Chapman University in TV writing and production and a minor in sociology. I had been spending a lot of time in college um, writing and creating with my friends. And it was so much fun, but I just didn't think about how it would apply to the real world and what I really wanted out of all of that. Um, I tried out a lot of different things within the world of film and television, but nothing really pulled me into a direction that I knew I wanted to take. So all I knew was that I had a love for the art of storytelling and digging into humanity and why people do the things that they do. So I just kind of flew with that throughout college. Um, But in moving to New York City, All I knew was that I was going to need to make money eventually. And even though we were still in the pandemic at the time, the streets were dead, rent was still high and mighty. So I kind of fell into this production job with a fitness company called Obey, um, where I helped them produce filmed workout classes on their online platform. And don't get me wrong. It was a great start. I didn't really make a ton of money, but it was something that allowed me to pay rent. And it's also the first place I was able to immerse myself into the New York fitness scene. So from the start, I knew it wasn't something I was going to be doing for a while. I didn't want to be working in production. It wasn't something that I loved. Um, and I already had resolved that in college. I hated doing production aside from the fact that like I got to play around and play friends and stuff. But anyway, (laughs) in the meantime, I was applying to random jobs that were on LinkedIn, just like spam dropping my resume everywhere and simultaneously studying to get um, a personal trainer certification with NASM, or if that sounded like gibberish for a second, it's uh, the National Academy of Sports Medicine was where I was uh, studying to get a personal trainer certification so that I could maybe give fitness instruction a try. Um, Now, I didn't know if that was my path at the time. I just thought, you know what, while I'm doing a job that doesn't really fulfill me, why not study something that also interests me that I didn't really study in college and maybe I can do something with it. So 
I was doing that. Um, and then one day I got a call from this guy named Steve from the company Mirror. It's a fitness content company who had recently been bought out by Lululemon. They were looking to hire someone who had experience in production to join their content team. And although at the time it wasn't my dream job still, it read as another opportunity to grow within the fitness industry. So I knew I was going to meet a lot of new people and maybe get some dope Lululemon perks because I know the company treats their employees pretty well. (laughs) So I went for the job. I got it. And um, I did get those really dope Lululemon perks. Fast forward a year, Mirror changed its name to Lululemon Studio. And that was where I was when I last introduced myself on this platform. Um, That was in January. So at the time, I was also teaching my first... um, I was teaching at my very first group fitness studio in New York City that was called Mind Body Project. It was a strength training, hit cardio, um, and meditation focused class. It, it fused all three concepts together into this beautiful flow. And it honestly was such a blessing that. I was able to be a part of that concept and that the founder took a chance on me in teaching for the first time um, because I didn't have any experience before that. But it was so amazing. I really grew as an instructor there. Um, The studio ended up closing and I went into this period where I was solely working my nine to five at Lululemon Studio and was going home just feeling really drained knowing that this was no longer meant to be on my path. And when I began brainstorming of how I could take my life into my own hands, I kind of went down a rabbit hole of, well, hey, maybe I could teach fitness full time. I really, really enjoyed it. And it was something that I had missed. Um, But I wanted to take baby steps. So I soon went after an instructor job at Mile High Run Club, which is a treadmill-centric studio Um, that's focused on building you into a stronger, faster, more durable runner. Um, I think that's really funny that I ended up going for a run coach job because I had just run my first marathon. I had just been coached as a runner for the first time ever. Like I thought before moving to New York City that running was just something that like you go do. Like I knew there were, I knew it was an Olympic sport, but I just like never took it super seriously. And when you move to New York and join the running scene, you realize like, oh my gosh, everybody here, even if they're not an Olympic runner, they treat this sport like it's an Olympic sport, which it is. So you know what? Respect. And I love it. I really ate up the running community here. So it ended up fitting. Um, I was nudged by a Lululemon studio trainer to audition there. And I had such crazy imposter syndrome, but what I realized is one, all I am at that studio is a vibe curator. (laughs) I build dope playlists and I write up um, programs for people to do on the treadmill. And my job is to make it fun and entertaining. So I truly enjoy it. It's it's really fun. I feel like a DJ and I feel like a party host at the same time. Then everybody's running on a treadmill and I'm jealous because I'm just walking around the treadmills. But anyway, so I ended up landing that job. Um, And I do currently teach there part-time, but I decided not to let the search stop after that. So after I landed that job, I continued doing research on studios that were hiring. And that was a whole other journey within itself. But to make a long story short, I quickly found a second studio that 
really fit my vibe. Um, it's more hit strength training, um, circuit training focused, and it has so many pieces of equipment. So I'm really excited about that. Um, I don't want to mention the name of this one yet because I'm about to start coach training there. And I do want to wait until I've signed the papers to really announce that I'm coaching there. But anyway, after realizing that one, I love to move my body as a form of self-expression. I also love to connect with people and help and inspire others. And two, that working behind a desk from nine to five was never going to fulfill that calling that I had within my body. Like I was literally craving it. I decided to put my two weeks in and go for fitness coaching and content creating full time on my own. (laughs) It's a ballsy move for sure. And I think in this generation, quitting your nine to five has become this glamorized cliche. Um, But I want to be so clear in saying that it is not easy to do. And it takes either having a damn good plan or having some damn guts because for the first time in your life, after you quit the nine to five job, you'll have this like realization where you know that you were taught from the day you were born that, that is if you grew up in the US, that you had to listen to someone else to tell you what was good or what was valuable or what was important in your life. And you were rewarded for following that structure that was built around you. And everything that wasn't listed in that category of importance and structure, it was not rewarded. It was just something that you did on the side for your own enjoyment. Like for example, your hobbies or um, anything that you picked up outside of school, for example. I at least had this realization today um, that I'm amidst my first week in this like entrepreneurial journey of mine. And I truly feel unhinged. It's so amazing and it's so exciting, but it's also really unearthing. (laughs) I'm used to having to report to someone above me where I am and what I'm doing and the daily tasks that were geared towards someone else's agenda. Now, all of a sudden it's all on my agenda. And as great as that sounds, it's also so damn scary. (laughs) I'm sharing all of this because I think most times we hear someone's success story in hindsight, but I'm hopefully at the very start of mine. So I wanted to share my current perspective and maybe I'll be able to look back on this as the first chapter in my success story. And it's freaking documented. I think that's really cool, but Anyway, as I go, hopefully we can connect and I want to be able to provide you with whatever tools you need to shine through whatever tough, sweaty endeavors that you take on. And I also want to provide the guests that will light that fire under your butt to get through it too. So again, I want this platform to be authentic and real and sweaty, of course. So if you have any topics or guests that you're dying to hear about or from, please shoot me a message. I aim to please, so I will likely fulfill your request. But yeah, that's me. Here I am at the very start of my journey, um, and I can't wait to take you along for the ride. As we round out this episode, I wanted to share a couple of things that I heard from a friend recently in regards to starting fresh. And I feel like this not only connects with taking on an entrepreneurial journey or quitting your job, but it also can relate to any sort of change in your life. Maybe it's ending a relationship or moving to a new place or making whatever big life transition or change that you decided to make. I just 
I want to say this out loud so I can remind myself of this as I go, because again, I'm in my first week of doing this. And I think my mind has kind of been spinning in circles. I'm recording this episode on a Thursday to release on a Friday when usually I drop episodes on Thursdays. I'm just all over the place. But you know what? Life sometimes happens. And I think you just got to roll with the punches. But Anyway, the first thing that my friend advised me to do this week, especially after making such a big life change was just take a second to breathe and trust the decision that you made. I don't believe in coincidences. So this choice that you made was acted on for a reason. So just trust yourself, even when the decision or the aftermath of that decision feels uncomfortable. Also, enjoy the time that you have in between. It's Im- I think it's important to give yourself a moment to process what you just did. You know, use this time to relish in the change that you made. Romanticize it a little bit. I've been taking the ferry across the East River to Williamsburg quite a bit instead of taking the subway um, to get to my training commutes. So I don't know. Don't make yourself feel like the decision was nothing and just move on to the next thing. And if you feel like you need to move on super fast, maybe ask yourself why you feel that you constantly need to be doing something. I know I need to ask myself that. I'm a Capricorn. I always feel like I need to be busy, busy, busy. But you don't get anything great accomplished if you can't just sit and simmer in your thoughts for a second, right? And that leads me to my next point. Write down what you want. Brainstorm it. If you don't know what you want exactly, that's okay. (laughs) Nothing in life is official and change is constant. I think that's the moral of this story. So let your life be that blank canvas that you wanted and grab that pen, grab that piece of paper, just jot everything down, draw a picture, bullet point where you want to be in the next six months down the road from making this big change in your life. And maybe in the next six months, that changes. Maybe you are somewhere where you never even imagined that you could be. But just beginning to take a second to think about that and to affirm yourself that you can get there. Just remind yourself that you can do it. I want you to remember that you are not just one thing. You're not your job title. You're not your relationship. You are not how much money you have in the bank. You are not your friends. You are the sum of an infinite number of things that uniquely make you who you are. And you have full agency to change that whenever you want. I hope that helped you just as much as it helped me. And I think that's enough from me today. (laughs) Thanks again for listening to my story, for listening to Beyond the Sweat. Stay tuned for more interviews with your favorite sweaty humans and, you know, bits from me every now and then. If you like what you're hearing, please leave a little tap on that five-star button wherever you're listening to this podcast. And if you're feeling a little extra generous, you can leave a review as well. It would absolutely make my day. And it would also help me bring in some baller guests to the show in the near future. So that said, I appreciate you all so, so much. Until next time, stay sweaty, my friends. (laughs) Bye.